Now that we both know that we're ready, let's record some stuff. Yeah, stuff and recording and stuff. Well, everybody, welcome to Chaos the Final Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and that guy over there who's been ready for quite a while is Mr. Rowdy Vice. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. What? And uh, today we're watching uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Season 3, Episode 10, Fascination, which is a completely different episode than I thought it was. Um, I've I've obviously seen it before because I've watched the whole series a few times through, but it's definitely one I skip, and I'm going to be interested to see what you think about it by the time we're done. But, well, it um, seems like it's going to be a love episode. No. Yeah, no, it's it's a very silly episode, and there's a very specific reason why it's silly, but we'll get into that while we watch it. Yeah, um, yeah so I think that's about it before we get going. Do you have everything pulled up, ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, we can hit play in three, two, one, play. Oh, and I mute my TV. Oh, and by the way, we're going to get some answers right away that we've all been waiting for. So here we go. Jake Sisko back. <laughs> oh, what happened, Jake? Aww. She doesn't want your crappy teenage bought jewelry or made jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we've talked about this a lot. Like this has become our obsession. Um, Marta is officially gone. She got accepted to some school somewhere away. And so her relationship with Jake is over. And that also explains why I couldn't remember how the relationship ended because it's an episode that I skipped nine times out of 10. So let's see i think that he put it as good of a as like good of a fatherly way as he could he's basically like you're 16 like calm the fuck down you need to do the jolie bindo speech from uh knights of the republic it's 300 light years away she broke it off because it was too far away like that would make sense but if it was just like oh it's so far away like, I broke it off. Like, that's stupid. Right. Yeah, no. Oh, actually, this... Um, I'll wait a little bit. I found out some really cool information that had nothing to do with the episode, really, but it um, it's a good time to talk about it because Keiko's on this episode, and it's about her. So... Mm. Do... Oh, Julian, if only you understood. <laughs> so O'Brien's basically been replacing his um, energy while his wife is gone with uh, racquetball. So good for him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Cork has several programs that would help with that, but that's nasty. 
Oh, I'm sure Odo's happy about all this. Oh, it's new Odo, so I guess probably. Eh, he's starting to come out of his shell a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, the basic premise of the episode is that um, there's a gratitude festival on the on Bajor, and so they're celebrating on the station. So just a lot of people are showing up. Is what's happening for the most yeah. part. That's a good point, Odo. Starting to finally think like an American. <laughs> I mean, he makes a good point. Hey, Kira, how's Tom Riker doing? Did you get a letter or anything? No? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I'd bring that up since we're never going to talk about it again. Yeah, right? I will say that that's not the character's choice. That is clearly the writer's choice, but it's still a weird choice when you think about it. Especially because the guy that plays Riker wanted to do more episodes, and I'm like, you had a chance to do more episodes with one of the original characters? Why was that a problem? Anyway, sorry. That has nothing to do with this episode. That's okay. It's okay. Just being sassy. <laughs> What did you say? You just say you're being sassy? Yep, that's what I said. <laughs> good, 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 good. Can't wait to get it in. Yeah, that seems yeah, appropriate same to here. say. Yeah, can't wait to get it in as well. Yep, yep. Huh. By the way, I kissed another guy like last week. <laughs> right? <laughs> just gets it out Seriously. of the way. Seriously. So there they of, are. Oh, there they are. I just realized it's kind of, a, I don't know if it's for the Gratitude Festival they set this up on the on the um, set, but, like, I don't know where they are that has, like, just random, like, you know, comfortable seating to sit by the airlock. That's not usually where the airlocks are located. But maybe it is for, like, the festival. I don't know. Ah. Uh, Oh, children! They're such a blessing. <laughs> yes, that's very correct. You should have never given her that candy. She is a no. child on a spaceship. Indeed, indeed, all that's true. <laughs> I like how you sped through it as if we don't have plenty of time through the opening credits. Yeah, then I took my time at the end and really slowed it down. Try to mix it up a little, you know. Yeah. Keep our keep our uh, keep our fans on their toes. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they're all very much on their toes all the time. Listen, you so, don't know you don't know what's gonna happen when it comes to me. I'm I am I'm the wild card. All right. I'm the wild card bitches. The other host literally shows up when he feels like and it's called DJ Madman. How are you the wild card? I will I will cut the brake line and then jump out of the van. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, Murdoch, calm down. That was an A team reference, and I'm too young to make that reference. Yeah. 
Mine was a "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" reference. So good, good for you. That's an age-appropriate reference. It's a great show. I, you know, I've watched it a few times. It is funny. I've just never gotten through all of it. I don't know. Mm, that's fair. I mean, there's a lot of it to go through. That too, yeah. Oh, by the way, um, November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. So, uh-huh. did my part too. Okay, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to watch the whole episode. That's fine. We know what's going on, basically. We heard the theme song. We heard the date this was released. That's all we come yep. here for. What happens in this episode? Ah, Kira gets some. Pretty much. I mean, everybody gets That's... some. That's kind of the whole point of the episode. Yeah. Um, so... Except for Jake, because he's only 16. Yeah, and his girlfriend just dumped him. Yeah. So um, His 23-year-old woman... girlfriend. Or however fucking old she was. I think 23 might be generous. So, yeah, the woman that showed up, um, if you don't remember her, was in the an earlier episode. She's in a lot of Star Trek episodes. Um, and uh, she was the one that was in the elevator with Odo. Yeah. Yeah. And her name is Lexana Troy, for anybody that, you know, cares about the name and knows the character. And she has a thing for Odo, which is yes, weird no. and uncomfortable. So I see you're still alive. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> so I will give everybody a heads up just if you've never seen this episode before. It's a very silly episode and it's specifically that way because the next two episodes are really heavy. So this is supposed to be like the breath before we take a dive into really heavy stuff. Really good episodes, but really heavy. And I'm going to say very much, um, uh, very poignant for the world we live in, sadly. Anyway, we'll get to that next week. That's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Oh, this episode's about Odo getting some? Uh, if there's any Shakespeare nerds, I can tell you that this episode's loosely based on a Midsummer Night's Dream, if that mm. tells you anything about what the episode's uh, about. It tells me so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say any of it. Right. Boy, it won't tell me a whole heck of a lot. You just get to like, flip through your uh, well-worn Shakespeare uh, next yeah. to your bed and be like, oh yeah, okay, of course, right? No. I, have Shakespeare, I have Shakespeare's greatest hits next to my bed, so. <laughs> so basically what Lexan's telling um, Odo is because she has a lot of contacts she's found out about um, Odo's people being the leader of the Dominion so she right. came here to be like oh I'm sorry Odo because that's sad uh oh Oh, yeah. Ouch, Kabibble. This isn't necessary. <laughs> I will tell you, this isn't going to last very long, so. Oh, right. no. There's a lot of stuff that's about to happen in the next part of the season. Although it's going to be funny because we're going to be 
not delayed so much, but we're going to be slowed down our progress through Deep Space Nine by doing Voyager in like three weeks. So we're going to have to wait longer to see payoffs and stuff. But I'm a patient person. <laughs> oh, denied. She's obviously still thinking about Riker. Tradition. We love Yeah, tradition. we're all about tradition. You might want to get changed before you head out. This episode, um, the writer said, was very uncomfortable because the dialogue between Keiko and O'Brien uh, was too real at times. And made them very <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay, so this is a good enough place to talk about this. So I just happened to come across this article, and it was, um, why was Keiko O'Brien not a recurring character? And I told you that the writers had made the decision because they wanted to focus on Bashir and O'Brien, but they actually did offer her the ability to become part of the regular cast, and she chose not to do it because she didn't, she had children at the time, and she didn't want to always be away from them. So that's why she's a recurring character instead of a regular on the show. So I thought that was fun. Listen, he's been horny for four months. Right. I mean, to be fair, I'm sure she probably is too and probably doesn't feel like it right now after getting off that ship. But O'Brien's not very good at reading signals. We've learned that several times at this point. Oh, chief, chief, chief. There's someone that has to sometimes pick what we have for dinner. You're not you're not on the right footing here. Oh, it is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a it's just too real. Like oh it really God. is. It really is. <laughs> Shows you how good the writers are that they can like put this up so realistically, but Man, I wish they'd you, take it down, down a notch. Are you sure they're not a real couple? Like, Jesus. Oh, this hits me in the feels. Which, one of the weird things about this episode, um, a real couple that was like married at the time and had a child um, was uh, the woman that played, I can't remember her name, or say her name correct, Nana, I think, is her, how do you say her name? But Kira and Bashir, they're they're really married throughout the entire time um, BS9's filming. Mm -hmm. 
And that's important for this episode because weird stuff starts happening and you'll find out later. Now for the sacred beer chugging contest. He was going to tap that in those clothes. Chug, chug, chug. What do they do if they don't have blue Gatorade? That's fair. Do they ever go into more detail about what exactly this festival is about? Not really. I mean, they mentioned it several times throughout the series. Like, they'll talk about the Gratitude Festival on Bajor and stuff. Uh-huh. But I don't know if they give you because it's not really about the festival. The festival is just the backdrop, kind of. So I don't know if they give you too much of the background of what it is. Right. I would guess it's sort of like Thanksgiving meets Mardi Gras. If I had to put a, you know, a picture. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Everybody's getting headaches. Right? I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything. People oh, yeah, no, I'm sure it's fine. There's actually a really funny, that's actually a really funny um, kind of moment in Next Generation where uh, Picard gets a headache and, like, you think, oh, it's just a headache. And the doctor's like, mate, you got a headache? We basically eliminated headaches about 300 years ago. There's And there's no reason you should have a headache. That's a problem. Like, <laughs> So some form of like jealousy slash like yeah like thing happens and it affects only certain people though yeah for the most part it's basically what's going to happen and I won't tell you who but the main cast uh, kind of gets all discombobulated and they start romantically going after the wrong people basically so. It's so weird. For example, Jake is currently trying to hit on Kira. Right? <laughs> and Kira, not trying to catch any charges. Although, right? Marta didn't. It's even so... weirder. At least Marta was like early 20s. I mean, Jake likes him older. That's what we're learning. I guess. <laughs> but Kira's like 90 million. I mean, when Dax first showed up, he, he kind of had the hots for her. And she's like 300. Yeah, that's fair. And then, did you see in the subtitles what the papers are that they're burning? No. Uh, me either. I missed it. I, if I had to just guess, I would say it's like you're burning something to like say you're thankful to the prophets, like it goes to them somehow. But I don't know. This is so awkward. Yep, the morale is all about, you know, that trill. Listen, she's still in love with a person that's on a disappeared planet, I'm assuming. Right?
I love the weird musical instruments that they invent for Star Trek. Wonder what that's supposed to sound like a harp. I'm guessing the married couple is just going to be too exhausted to even like have this affect them. I'm assuming they're like <laughs> storyline B. Yeah, for the most part, I think it does affect them, but I'm not exactly sure how. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like I said, not not an episode I have memorized by any means. Odo's such a graceful dancer. Right? You can tell. I gotta say, legitimately really entertaining acting. He really knows how to be Odo in these situations that don't really work for Odo. (laughs) It does seem to slowly be affecting everyone. Yeah. So it's not an all-at-one-time kind of thing. Interesting. And Cork is, of course, trying to sell people something. Right. And why wouldn't he? It's like the best time for it. So that, I'm um, right there. He talks about, the, he's selling platinum, or not latinum, um, encased pens is what he's trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And they've got like a picture of the uh, of DS9 on them. And he just said it was made by, I forget how they say it, Emmett something, Emmett Emmerman or something like that. And it's an inside joke because it's like the name of the prop master kind of mixed up. So they're like talking about the real prop master. Uh, I thought that was a fun little. Oh, that that person, yeah, that no one ever heard. Ooh, so exciting! I don't even bring Julian here to sit. <laughs> Miles is going to be so interested in all this. Yeah, I don't think I could take interesting in botany, but if I happen to meet a botanist, I guess I would have to try. Just like I would assume they're going to fake interest in whatever history or nerdy TV show I start talking about. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> I think that Star Trek might have the opposite problem than Star Wars has. Star Wars, every planet's its own, you know, special terrain, forest, whatever. In Star Trek, you go to another valley, it's a different ecosystem. No, we're not at the Snow Valley today. We're over in the Jungle Valley. It's right next door. Come on over. Oh, Oh, why did you say that? Oh, Miles. It was your idea for her to go, and it was yeah, a good idea. Exactly. Oh, you fool. Stop backsliding on your good ideas. Right? Plus, we've already talked about it. She doesn't want to be a full-time cast member. Oh, I'm sorry. That was That's the real world. That's not the TV world. Oh, a friend.
Oh, so this is how it affects them. So it affects yeah. people differently. Or at first I was just like, this could also just be like normal miles, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if this is that affecting them or if this is really just them having it out. Yeah, I can't tell. Because I, I know no, that seems a lot more forceful. Yeah. Than normal. Because I actually don't know. I know what's affecting them. I know like what the thing is. I don't know like what exactly it's doing. Other than it's making like, you know, Jake and other people hit on people they normally wouldn't. Yeah. This seems like a completely different effect. So maybe it is just maybe it's just him being like an idiot or something. I don't know. Yeah, because we've already pointed out that he's not that good at, you know, marriage stuff really. Yeah, no, he's he's really not. To be fair, I've done stupider things, but I, I get to look outside of him and judge him, so I'm going to. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to get a giant, whatever the Bajoran equivalent to turkey is. And um, that's the kind of dinner we're going to have. <laughs> so awkward. It's so weird. Also, like, because Jake hasn't been around, it's amazing how quickly he does grow up on the show. He's already yeah. almost taller than his dad. I think he is taller, actually. Yeah. I don't think he's done growing completely. I think he gets a little bit taller than that, even. Yeah. You're 16, uh, kid. Listen, he likes to uh, punch above his weight class. Apparently. I just realized, you know who we haven't seen in a while? I, he does come back. I'm just, I just realized he hasn't been around. Uh, Nog has not been on any episodes for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. That's fair. I mean, he'll come back. Yeah, he's, he's got major on. parts in the show. I just I just realized we haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. <sighs> now that I said that, he'll show up next week for all I know. Kegel gets written off the show by divorcing Miles, and then the rest of the the rest of the series, he's just this depressed, angry piece of crap. I mean, it would have been an interesting way, but no, I don't think that's what happens. Look at that pen. Oh, it is affecting him because he just complained about a headache. Ah, there you go. I wonder why it's different though. That's weird. I'm I'm curious to see how they how they explain or if they explain why it's affecting people differently and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like when I was reading the stuff about what the writers thought about this episode, one of them specifically said, it's better not to really focus on the hows and whys, just enjoy the episode. So we'll see how well they explain it. Although I um, was watching this made me laugh. Cause it's just so far how sci-fi has come as far as like explanations for danger. I was watching some classic Doctor Who, like the really oldest Doctor Who, and there's an episode where the whole the whole thing, they're about to be destroyed inside the TARDIS because a button on the console gets stuck and it's just continually sending them back in time and won't like let go. And that's the solution is they found that there's a button stuck and they unstick it and they're fine. Like 
just the fact that that was the level of like, oh, that's the complication you need for an episode back then compared to like, you know, what we're watching on Deep Space Nine. Why is there so much fire everywhere? I know, we gotta burn our scrolls. I got it. Space stations can't burn down. It's fine. He's a little busy trying to get with your friend. Duh. Duh. Like all men are at all times. By the way, that was said as a joke. If anyone who knows me hears that, I was joking. Please do not get me in trouble. She's offering to give you public and strange. Come on. I feel like that might be a problem, though. Like, you're the second in command on the space station. If somebody comes around the corner and, you know what, I'm going to let it go. Still there, buddy? Yeah, I'm very confused. Okay, I just want to make sure. So I think at this I'm trying point, to figure out what's going on. Like I truly, truly am. Yeah. There's something affecting their minds that's effect that's causing them to hit on people that they normally wouldn't hit on, but right. it's affecting Miles differently, and it just makes no sense. So I think the main difference, honestly, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know exactly how they're gonna um you know, address it. But I think the main difference is Miles is the married one. So that's what's making it different. Like everybody else in effect is single, so it's yeah, so. different psychology to the relationship, kind of. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. But again, I might be wrong and there might be something totally else happening. Because now we're watching Dax hit on Cisco. God, that would be a weird hookup. Because not only is she his boss, she's also got the memories of his mentor. Who yeah, was right? Man. So weird. <laughs> I'd be saying I didn't think about this when I was younger. Wait, you thought about this when I was a man? Shut <laughs> up. Also, isn't Dax, and obviously she's 300, but isn't she, isn't the whole point that she's like a young girl, like in her t- early 20s? Yeah. No, like Jadzia, yeah, is like 24. So, yeah, it's weird from that age perspective. Yeah. But she has the mind like of a 300-year-old. Yep. Listen, age is just a number in Star Trek. I can tell. <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, I feel like they did pick the, like, the, the pairings that at the most um like give you the most to think about really yeah also it seems like so this thing whatever it is it's interesting for the jadzia slash dax part because like it's like two it's i know it's one person but it's also like two people at the same time right you know so like it's affecting both yeah 
Hmm. As far as, I don't know if it's affecting the symbiote, but it's definitely affecting Jadzia's brain, so that's enough. But yeah, so the reason, um, I don't know the whole play, but the whole idea of Midsummer Night's Dream in Shakespeare is basically that through magic, a bunch of people start doing this, hitting on people that they normally wouldn't hit on, and it just gets all confused and stuff. So that's what the inspiration is. And anybody that actually knows Shakespeare, give me a break. I went to public school and I never actually got to read Shakespeare. So I'm trying. Why don't you get with a 16-year-old? Yeah, right? He's looking <laughs> for you. Jake, you are a child. And I mean that literally. You are a child. Right? I love that stuffed animal that they got her. That's pretty cool looking, yeah. Now it's it, time for Miles to be a douche again. It looks That's all, how it's affecting him. It looks all weird and um, like, you know, alien. Uh, but actually, that's like completely an animal that's on Bajor. It looks exactly like that. Like it's photorealistic, that colorful rhino thing. Just herds of those things, about 300 tons, just going across <laughs> the plains. I wish I had better command of my language right there, because there's a really nice way that I could have said that sentence, but I think I got the point across. Bajor is a cartoon planet. Ah, yes, the married man after the fuck up talking to the door. Haven't been there ever. Oh, that's nice. So this is the last episode we're going to see uh, Chief O'Brien. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, we have to keep him around. Every year we have to find a new way to torture him. God, I told you that already. And there's some doozies coming up. I, for the subtitles, I couldn't tell. Did she actually answer him? Yeah. Okay. That's what I yeah, thought was told, happening. Yeah, because she, she told him to go to the party. Gotcha. Yeah, she told him she needs to think about it. Okay. I mean, that's what I'd want to do in that situation, is go to a party. That's that's the first thing I'd want to do. Oh, man. Oh, that hurts. That hurts deep. (laughs) 
yes, people are acting very strangely today. So very strangely. Hey, Bashir, doctor, she has a headache. Now you have a headache. Oh! You just, yep, you just... You just uh, I kind of gave it away there. Yep. Okay. So it's her headaches that are causing it. Does that have something to do with, like, what whatever species she is or whatever? Yeah, I forgot you didn't know that. Oh, oh my. Um, but, yeah, no, betazoids are um, not telepathic, I think, but they're at least empathic, so they can read other people's minds. So they okay. have the ability to affect emotion, um, which is why a lot of them become, like, ship's counselors, because they're very good at, you know, being a therapist. Gotcha. There's actually a really cool uh, Betazoid on Voyager that is almost the exact opposite and kind of like takes it the like the exact opposite direction in a really cool way. But we'll talk to him when we get to him. So not to give too much away. Hmm. Dad, are you going to help me get laid or not? You're being right. very uncool right now. I feel like, by the way, that the Kira and Bashir kissing was a lot more awkward the first time I watched this without knowing that they were married at the time. Now it's just like, oh, well, that, that seems less awkward somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. This is so weird. This had to like this had to be one of the weirdest episodes to to like to do, you know? Yeah. No, it was and it was intentionally supposed to be like one of the weirdest episodes ever. <laughs> over and over again they said this is definitely a love it or hate it episode. So either you're gonna really yeah. like it or you're gonna hate it. It's just so weird. I don't think I'm in the hate it category. I think I I found the middle ground where I'm like, okay, I get it, but I'm also like it doesn't really add too much to the show itself. <laughs> Who hasn't just stumbled into a party like that? I love that their logical brain is still working, like, but right. they can't stop themselves. <clears throat> Two guys that aren't getting any sitting over in the corner. <laughs> No kidding. Well, I, if you're ever worried oh, about it, sorry, go ahead. That's deep. Oh, it got so deep. No, what now? <laughs> <laughs> 
and she's wearing oh, the dress. Oh, never mind. Okay. That's nice. But if anybody is like, oh, I'm really tired of this whole Jake dating thing, I don't think we ever go back in his dating life. I don't remember there ever being like a, another girlfriend really for Jake that we talk about. Yeah. So, which is fine. I don't. I don't think it, the show needs it necessarily. It was fine for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely seems unnecessary though. Yeah. They might talk about dating, but there's like no recurring like, oh, this is I'm in a relationship now, Dad. And you'll never guess she's a gas person from the gas planet. <laughs> what? What kind of... I like how he just goes like that didn't hurt. Come on, man. <laughs> Like, you punch like you're a religious man. Come on. Listen, you get one free one, and then I have to knock you out. And then Jadzia did it for him. Quark's <laughs> enjoying it. I mean, it'd be very entertaining from the outside. Oh, no. Oh, here goes Quark. Yep. <laughs> of course. I mean, have you ever, like, rubbed someone's ears? What? Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> it only affects older ones, not me. <laughs> not like she has a full grown daughter that is serving on the Enterprise or anything. By the way, Bajor and menopause really seems like it's a lot of fun. <laughs> that is a really <laughs> that is a really fun um, like side note though. It's like this stuff wasn't created out of whole cloth. It comes from their subconscious. So whoever they're hitting on has to do with, you know, stuff they have in their heads, but maybe not what they consciously think. Oh, boy. That was weird. And Jake still didn't get laid. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll have like an American Pie situation at some point.
she really has a thing for Odo. Yeah, she does. That seems extremely apparent. Like, not like a crush. Like, she wants to, like, marry him or something. Yeah. And I think she does come back. I think there's one more episode with her in it, which, again, is another fun episode because it's not, you know, whenever she shows up, it's not exactly a heavy episode. For the right. Most part. <clears throat> So yeah, I don't think that um, like what we just learned is the fights were just part of being in a relationship and yeah, no, I don't think it affected them like that. Yeah. I also don't think they were near her. Yeah, not until the very end there. Right. But yeah, I think again, that's part of the, the genius of the writing is that it's just like it's those little things that are nothing from the outside, but are huge on the inside of relationship type of thing. Which, by the way, is not my quote. I read that from one of the writers, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. And there's his best friend with a racquetball. Much like my best friend will record a podcast with me. And then there's oh, also you. Oh, you found someone to replace me? <laughs> oh, I was just about to say. And there's also you. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's the end of the episode. What did you think of the episode? Ah, uh, it was fine. Um, it was weird. It was really weird. I'm not. Yeah. I, that was that was difficult to watch. I'm you not can see on. why it's such a <laughs> yeah. It's such a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dividing, divisive episode among people because yeah. you can really like it, but it is. Weird. I can especially see hardcore like Star Trek fans mm-hmm. like really having a hard time with that. Like, no, you're not supposed to touch her. You're supposed to be with this one. Ah! Right. So no, I can definitely that. see that. Like, I don't even have strong, I don't have strong attachments to really any of these characters, really, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And even I was just like, oh, that just looks so wrong for everything that I've watched so far. Yeah. Well, so next week um, is the beginning of a two-parter, uh, which is called Past Tense. Um without getting into too much detail about what the episode's about, it involves time travel. Basically at this point, I think it's to our near past. Like I think it was like supposed to have taken place in like 2015 or something or oh, wow. something like that. So yeah. Um, it's a very good two part episode, um, which we'll be doing for the next two weeks. Um, but it is very heavy, very, it deals with a lot of issues that are, it's really cool. It's, it's one of those things where, it's an episode I like. It's one that I skip because it's so hard to get through because of all the really serious stuff that the episode is tackling. But it's yeah. tackling it in Star Trek way, which is why people love Star Trek so much. So, mm-hmm. so that'll be the next two weeks. And then uh, the week after that, because right after this is when Voyager premiered, uh, we'll be doing – it's going to be a longer episode. I think it's going to be November 22nd. Um, because it is a two-part episode, but it was aired as one show, so it's going to be like a like an hour and a half. But yeah, we'll be watching the first episode of Voyager. Uh, let's see here. Anything else? Oh, if uh, you didn't happen to see it on Halloween, 
We um, did two bonus episodes of The Simpsons. I did one with DJ Madman, and we're actually about to record one with Mr. Vice. Uh, so check those out if you missed them. And um, yeah, I hope everybody had a good Halloween. Now that we're in November, uh, we're going to start getting into some wrestling. Uh, but I will Woo. be trying to get some Thanksgiving episodes going for the end of the month. Woo! Woo. All right, do you have anything else you want to add, buddy? You know, just stop trying to knock down my shitty wall. Goddamn Mongolians. Yep. Every time. Every time. Right. We will uh, see you Wednesday for Chaos of Greenside. Don't say it.